this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career. Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hey, everybody, this is Josh. And Kayla. Who just grabbed her microphone because <laughs> she is a professional. Wherever you are and however you, we didn't even say who we are. With married to safety, did we say that? I don't know. You just said Kayla, and it got it all got messed up. Just so you know, the intro <laughs> to this show is never pre-recorded, and we're doing it all in our home office, home studio. We have dogs and kids and everything running around. So if you hear something bumping, that is just normal life, right? Yeah. First of all, I thought you were going to say kittens. We don't have any kittens. No. But then kittens. you said kids, and we don't have. We only have one kid. Could be, well, we always call the kids the kids. We do, yeah. So okay. Was, that, that was a long, we should breathe. Let's, Let's breathe. Let's do that thing where we breathe. Okay. <sighs> all right, everybody. Let's take it all the way in through the nose. Just make it sure you feel it like in the top of your head, but raise from your stomach, not your shoulders. Josh is over here messing up again. Okay, Already started let's, breathing. Let's she go. said to do those things. Okay, all here right. we go. In through the nose. Hold it right at the top. Four, three, two, one. <sighs> one more. All right. Let's do one more. All right. And through the nose. Hold. Four, three, two, one. <sighs> I followed directions. Did well. Hey, today we're going to be talking about a, a, a pretty deep topic, but we're going to try to keep it pretty upbeat so yes. that, you know, we don't get people down. But um, September is what? September is Suicide Awareness and Prevention Month. So the reason this, this imp- impacts our um, business, our lives, and, and everything in general is we see a lot of these things kind of day-to-day. You know, injuries, illnesses, mental illness, things like that can lead to a downward spiral, um, which we've seen firsthand. And, you know, we're trying to, to make, you know, talking about this somewhat normal. So why do you think that September is National Suicide Awareness Month? Um, the specific reason. I mean, probably because me? it's so important, right? I mean, I mean um, yeah. An you entire know, when month I looked this it. up, um, I there was there's tons of things that are in September. It seems like September and October, like, have you know these very significant things that happen for lots of prevention and awareness. And I don't know if that's because everybody's feeling good coming out of the summer, and you know it's like fall and all that stuff. But, but yeah, there's there's a lot, and so. Please don't think we're overlooking anything. It's just that this happens to be part of our business, and we we do want to um, make sure that we address it and that we encourage everyone to address it during this month. And something it might be important to remember that we could talk about is that, you know, suicide is, you know, a result of a, kind of a culmination of things or some things that could happen in somebody's life, but you know, the end of, the, of summer, people get depressed. I think mm-hmm. our entire family does, right? I mean, we we really get a little bit frustrated with the start of the school year and the end of summer. Well, then you've got something big coming up with the holidays. And, you know, some people get really, really depressed and upset during the holidays as well. So I think September is a perfect month for this because you're coming out of um, summer. 
you're you're getting your seasonal depressions and all that thing are kind of kicking into high gear and we got the holidays coming up so th- i think this is a really good time to talk about this and to to maybe communicate with people about it absolutely it is and i think we should talk a little bit about you know how it's not selective this affects every age every gender every race there's a lot of different facts out there about how it affects certain people in different ways and reasons why. And, you know, as I was reading these things, the bottom line is it can affect anyone at any moment. And so, um, yeah, I think that, you know, we really have to talk about what our industry is that, that we deal with a lot, the industries that we deal with in our business because I know that a lot of them are going to be listening to this because we've kind of sent out lots of messages for them to speak to their employees about these things. But I think we will get a little more personal later on, right? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, and what's one group that, you know, is impacted heavily with this, right? Veterans. Yes. Why are veterans so impacted with this? So, you know, I think that um, we should talk about the fact that Male-dominated industries in general are more affected by suicide. So there's many, many veterans that are, are not male, of course, but the male gender is always kind of pushed towards the construction, the tree climbing, that kind of thing. Outdoor activities. Yes. Yeah. And so... The vets are very mission-oriented, and I think they come out of service, and they want to find a mission-oriented job, something where they just go get their job done, come home. That's what they're used to, right? And so they are attracted to a lot of the male-dominated industries. And right now, I think we're seeing like an estimated of like a number of like 22 per day that are, are committing suicide. And so... And those are just veterans. Veterans, That's yes. just veterans. That's so Which sad. Which is so sad to me. When I read this number, I just couldn't believe it because... Um, so, yeah, you, you have the, the... You know, that probably drives that number up for the male-dominated industry. Um, but you have these vets who are coming out of... The service, they've been serving our country. You know, a lot of us have trauma, but I don't think any of us can even fathom the trauma that these Some men and women see. have. Yeah. And so it's it's just it's hard to even think of what they deal with on a daily basis, right? And so if you put that into them going back into the workforce, them dealing with things, um, I think you just have, you know, so much trauma. And we have to really respect that. I mean, they've been serving our country and fighting for our freedom and something that, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us have not done. And so, yeah, we sort of have to just be very supportive and understand that they have so much going on. And, you know, a, a veteran coming out of the service, you know, they've been told how and what to do for however long that they've been in the service. All of a sudden, there's this newfound freedom. You know, you could have some PTSD from things that might have impacted you while you were in the service. 
you know, there's, there's all sorts of change happening in their lives. So we all just need to be cognizant and aware of all these things. And so this, this first show about suicide is going to be a little bit more of a high level. It's going to be, you know, Hey, talking about it, normalizing Mm -hmm. the conversation. Um, but then we're going to be getting into in, in some subsequent episodes, you know, we're going to be talking a little bit about, you know, what to look for with people, you know, how to have those conversations, right. you know, some of the things that are available to them. Right. But let's let's talk about, you know, what you said before about, you know, out out people working outdoors. Yes. Mel, you know, male dominated. Male dominated. Right. right. So because we deal with a lot of those in our company and. The number one thing that I think also ties in with the vets as well is one of the main reasons that you see a lot of suicide in these male-dominated industries, such as construction, tree work, those types of heavy labor, is because of pain. So imagine a vet who is coming out of the service wounded or, you know, medically discharged, whatever that may be, then they're going into this labor-type job, and so they've got this double. It's spiraling, right? We're always talking about spiraling. So I think this is a main thing for especially vets, but just people in general who do heavy labor jobs, right? So what happens is they go to work every day. They have these jobs for many years. They become specialists at certain things. But with that involves a lot of chronic pain. And so, you know, that pain starts pretty mild, and they may take an over-the-counter drug, um, you know, just um, to, to ease the pain or possibly to sleep. You know, pain causes a lack of sleep. And so over time, they continue to do that job as well. You know, they, they have no sleep. They take a, a painkiller, you know, that's over the counter that night, but they get up and they do the job again. Same thing that night. Get up, do the job again. And so it worsens over time. And as they go, they realize that maybe that, you know, over-the-counter is just not doing it for them, so they may add some alcohol to that. And then, you know, they get probably stressed about that and maybe family issues with the alcohol that's involved. Stress sets in, yes. Unhealthy eating, unhealthy drinking. And so that was Lolly joining us for a moment. (laughs) Thank you for the contribution, Lolly. Yes. And so um, they spiral keeps going deeper and deeper and they end up on drugs. And we see this a lot and we've, we've talked about this in previous shows, you know, with what we do as a company, we do see a lot of trauma. We see yes. both mental and physical, right? Yes. And so when we're dealing with um, our, our folks in the field and trying to help people get better, we have been so fortunate to be able to align ourselves with some really, really, really great clients and especially partner with insurance companies that truly care about their, their insured. Mm-hmm. And they don't just treat an injury like it's a statistics or, an, or a number. In fact, I've been through um, some, some insurance conf- conferences in my past where they have told you, hey, a pinky is worth this much. You know, loss of a hand is worth this much. A loss of an eye 
and they put a dollar amount by it. And, and, and just always sickened me because we've seen firsthand, you know, just how bad that can be. Mm-hmm. And we've talked previously about, you know, both your and I having depression over dealing with this and feeling like you're out of control mm-hmm. with, with, you know, dealing with all these injuries and trying to make a difference. And then, you know, you're trying to, trying to put yourself in a position where you can be okay mentally and you may not be okay mentally. Right. Right. And it, it you know, it's only been the last couple of years where we felt comfortable talking right. about mental illness. Right. Yes. And, and we didn't have that, you know, early on in our relationship where we probably needed it the most. right? Exactly. And we are going to speak more about personal stuff, but we're going to continue with this reasons why these industries are so affected. And another one really hits home with me and that is because I kind of come from a small town where there's no work and they always you know in my mind I think it's what do they call them right away men or something right like away yeah. yeah right away men <laughs> right I've away heard, people yes I've always heard this all of my life right and I remember you know, someone in my life that's very important um, actually had someone in their life, very significant person in their life for a very long time that was a huge part of our family. And I remember her saying over and over again, I'm not going to end up with a right away man. I'm not. And I thought, you know, I didn't really understand this at the time because I'd never dated one. I didn't really know. And, and so, now that I'm actually in this industry, you know, and what we do, I understand so much more about that. And so um, what happens is these people have to leave home. They spend the majority of their time, at, like, in a travel trailer or at a, a hotel. Um, when they leave, this creates no – there's usually not meals. You know, it's usually out to eat every meal. So there's, there's weight gain. There's lots of drinking because it's usually a bunch of guys hanging out and they have nothing better to do than drink and go to sleep and get up and do it again the next day, right? And they're seeing their families like, what, once a month or maybe on the weekends if they're close by yeah, or something like that. It may be a like habit. That. You know, that's, that, that's, just, that's their habit. Yes. And so, um, you know, I think that this all just adds up. But you know that there's lots of depression with this because they are away from their families. And then let's talk about how this affects the families. You have a lack of trust on both ends, right? So let's say, you know, the the male is the one that's traveling. And so there's potential for the female at home to get very stressed out and you know, what are you doing, this kind of thing. You know, people get lonely, and that happens a lot to the right-of-way people. And yeah. so this happens a lot in that industry. And so then that leads to, you know, cheating and other things that destroy families. And so then, you know, one or the other decides, oh, I'm going to go a different direction. I don't want this anymore. And then the other one's depressed. And then it leads to suicidal thoughts or suicide and that's a really tough thing because, really, I've heard about this all of my life, you know, and, and now I really understand it a lot more. And I think we have to be very sympathetic. And I think that um, for all of you out there who are in this position, for all of you who are dealing with this on a daily basis, 
we feel your pain. We understand because I remember the first time we traveled. Like, it's a crazy world living in a hotel and and doing all those things when we did a hurricane cleanup once. So we, we feel you, and we encourage you to find different ways to be very positive and supportive of each other and, you know, think of creative ways to have home-cooked meals and, you know, support each other without going out, without the partying, without all those things. And I'm starting to see a lot more of this happening now. I think it's becoming much more normal to to have a different way of life on the road. I think a lot of people are starting to see that. Divorce rates are actually starting to go down yes. drastically. I mean, a lot of that has to do with, um, you know, dating apps, and you kind of know what you're getting before you, you start dating <laughs> an individual. But, you know, think about when we were in California, and you don't even have to travel all the time. Some of the most depressed I've ever been is getting up at 3 o'clock in the morning, driving three hours to a job site, working all day till 6, driving three hours home, mm-hmm. you know, Maybe, maybe seeing you guys for two minutes before I'm exhausted. Right. And you do that nonstop. That, yep. that creates an issue. And one thing that we've done here recently, well, I've actually, I decided to do this. Um, and it's helped my depression while traveling because you do miss your family. You, you know, you, you feel completely disconnected. But for instance, when I go to California, I stay on Eastern time. So I get up at like 3.30 in the morning you know, meditating, some workout, you know, do, do stuff like that. And I may be in bed at seven o'clock at night, which is weird for a lot of people, but I'm going to bed when you guys are going to bed and we're saying yes. good night. And so you, we don't feel as disconnected. So that's right. something that we've done. That's really, really helped. Yes. And that is new that we've kind of done that just in the past year or so, because we did realize that like, you know, Josh was calling and waking me up. Xavier was already in bed and it was a definite lack of communication. And, you know, it's really hard because here at our house, life goes on. You know, I'm still taking care of the dogs, taking care of Zave, to handling the business. And you're out there. And there's there's jealousy I don't think, both ways. Yeah, and I don't think you're doing very well with the dogs. We could probably really? discuss that. Yeah, especially oh, the little the little Boston Terrier. I don't Whatever. like the the journey that he's on. I think we need to redirect <laughs> if we could. You don't think I'm health coaching no, him? No, well? I don't think you're health coaching him. <laughs> he's, he's a bully. He's, he's he's mean to me. He's one of those cases where you should fire the client. I yeah, think. <laughs> absolutely. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> but you know, the other thing about you know working out in you know the weather, working out in the conditions, working construction or tree care industry really anything. The other thing these people are thinking about is layoffs. And yes. I mean, that's tough yes, as well. The job's right? going to end and they don't know where they're going to be next or if they're going to have a job. And you've dealt with this a lot of protecting your people in, and having to imagine um, you have to be protective of not just yourself, like you worry about yourself, but you're, you've been a little more stable for a while now, but you don't have to just worry about one person. You've got like a team of people that you're like, where am I going to put these people? Exactly. And sometimes I forget that I'm just nodding my head and I probably should make words come out. So it doesn't, yeah. cause I'm just nodding my head at right. you. Yeah. Nobody can see that. Cause we, we don't have the, uh, the courage to, to video <laughs> one of these yet. So, but that's coming folks. That's coming. So, you know, Talk about, you know, what, what's going to happen in the next couple of episodes, right? So we've talked about, you know, suicide. We've talked about yes. some, there's probably going to be some so, more stats and things. Yeah, but. and I, I did want to mention about the layoffs as well. This is not just about finances, right? 
I think that we all need to put ourselves in a situation of um, there's so much sickness right now. We're in a pandemic. Um, there's so much, uh, there's so many things that can happen, you know, especially when you have children and there can be a sick child or a broken arm or whatever. So imagine what happens with these layoffs because you have another spiral effect. It could be a sick child, and they're not just losing money, but they're also losing their benefits to take care of that child or yep. a spouse. Um, they are also, if there is an accident, then they have no insurance, and things will really spiral out of control because there's no money, no insurance, and then depression sets in over bills, right? Yeah. So it's never-ending, guys. It's never-ending. And I've been dealing so much with this this month that I'm – I'm gonna. I'm crying already. She's, so the tears like, are coming. Actually, cried twice. The, so the far. tears are coming already because I am just very, very, just my heart is with this topic because um, I, I've had quite a few people who I've known in my life who have committed suicide, and so yeah, it's real. This is real, and mental illness is real. So. We are going to talk about this for the next couple of weeks because, and we're going to normalize it. So yes. we wanted to ki- kind of keep this upbeat. That's why we're you know trying to trying to crack a few jokes every now and then, trying to trying to make sure that this doesn't go into a like a heavy hearted somber you know Halo discussion. Crying. Yeah, goodness gracious. So we, we <laughs> don't want to. We definitely don't want to be sappy. We want to be real. Um, and you know the next couple of episodes, we're going to be talking about you know ways to normalize conversations. You know, how do you tell if somebody, you know, might be having some thoughts or be in a bad place mentally? Right. And then some of the resources available for them. Yeah, exactly. Wherever you are and however you may be doing it today, first of all, we appreciate every bit of attention that you've given us. You don't know how much that means to us personally. It's, It's pretty awesome to know that people are actually out there listening. Yes. If we can help one person, it's worth it. But we have a lot of listeners and we thank you from the bottom of our hearts. And so if you're having a bad day, finding somebody out, finding out that somebody in your life is having a bad day or might not be in a, a good place mentally, what should they just do? Just breathe. And keep listening. Have a great day. Stay well and be safe. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.